For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure unadulterated word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth and full of wisdom and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. I cannot hear you clapping at all. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come into your presence to celebrate your gifts to us. This morning, we celebrate Kingsley and Irene and thank you, Lord, for what you are doing, have done in their lives. I pray for everyone here also. Let great grace and mercy and favor be our portion. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I also want to welcome every visitor here this morning and if you're here for the very first time you're very welcome um, we pray that you will have a very good encounter with God at this time I didn't hear an amen. amen we are here to bless the marriage between um, Kingsley and Irene it is a very commendable honorable and great thing to do somebody was asking why bother why bother? Ask him, but why bother? Tell him the answer is in Matthew chapter 3. The answer is in Matthew chapter 3. Let us turn to that scripture. And it says in verse 13, Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and cometh thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him suffer it to be so for now for thus becometh us to fulfill all righteousness then he suffered him amen sometimes the many of us who didn't go to uh, some kind of school the king james is difficult to understand you understand what i'm talking about yeah so the king james can be very complicated they speak back to front they say suffer it to be so there's no suffering in suffering to be so, but they say suffering to be so. And they speak, it's a very archaic English. For those of us who have read it all our lives, we understand it naturally. But for many who are new to the King James Bible, it is difficult to comprehend and make sense of. And so I want to read the same scripture. Are you here this morning? In a more modern translation that I'm sure that you will understand easily. So the same Matthew chapter 3 verse 13 Jesus then appeared arriving at the Jordan River from Galilee he wanted John to baptize him John objected I am the one who needs to be baptized not you but Jesus insisted do it God's work putting things right all these centuries is coming together now in this baptism so John did it somebody and John did it the moment Jesus came up out of the baptismal water the skies opened up and he saw God's spirit it looked like a dove descending and landing on him 
and along with the spirits a voice this is my son chosen and marked by my love the light of my life amen father may your word be real and living this morning may it spark something in our hearts and may it bring us to a better understanding of many things in jesus name amen, amen. this morning we are here to celebrate this union irene and kingsley we are fulfilling all righteousness hallelujah amen. i didn't hear a good amen. amen we are fulfilling all righteousness what we are doing is the right thing oh i didn't hear amen, amen. what we are doing is a good thing amen. hey say amen. amen and what we are doing is the required thing amen. yes this is what is required of us that a man will take a woman and he will depart from his house and go and live with her in a house and then fulfill all righteousness and then fulfill every legal traditional cultural requirement of the culture the tribe the people the nation that is required to recognize something as a marriage oh I didn't hear amen. amen yeah tell somebody taking a woman to your bedroom is not marriage tap somebody tap a man hey tap a man hey taking a woman to your bedroom is not a marriage because one of my friends went to a hospital hospital yes and she was not well then we saw 13 year old girl has come to deliver hey and when they ask, who is the father of the baby 14-year-old classmate? 14-year-old <laughs> classmate. Ask anybody, is that, a, is that a marriage? Oh, ask anybody, is that a marriage? No, that is not a marriage. Amen. And also, because somebody is pregnant does not mean you must marry her. Yeah. The first mistake is the mistake. Don't add another mistake yeah don't add another mistake to the first mistake because if two fools are fooling around and they become pregnant don't make it a permanent partnership of two fools are you understanding it may be better to separate and go your way because on that journey you acquire wisdom and there are some people who really would not mind mind somebody who has a child and and so do not feel that because there's a pregnancy therefore there's a marriage no that's what i'm preaching this morning hey that's what i'm preaching this morning because what these two are doing is a commendable proper and a very good thing put your hands together for them very good thing they are they are doing the right thing hallelujah three points today then i'm done are you here when Jesus came to John the Baptist and he said baptize me but John forbade him saying I have need to be baptized of you marrying is not by force amen are you here it is not by force you have options tell a, a young lady don't marry anybody by force you will regret for the rest of your life 
I'm preaching. Yeah, don't, it's not by force. It must not be by force. A certain man, I didn't see this one. I heard it. I didn't see it. This story, I didn't see it. I heard it. I was told. A certain man came for a wedding and he was standing there with, with the, the, the bride. And the priest was there. And he was standing there. And they asked him, Do you? He said, I do. And he went through the whole thing. But he was sweating in the service. Sweating, sweating. So when they finished the service, his friend asked him, Why were you sweating? Then he asked the friend, Did you see the bride's father in the church? The man said, No, I didn't see him. He said, Aha. Uh-huh. He's there holding a gun. <laughs> holding a gun on my head. I better say yes. <laughs> you cannot marry somebody because the father is holding a gun to your head. Say yes. Because after you have said yes and you go home, now it's me or you. I'll beat you like, oh, your father is not here. It, it cannot be by force. And that is why John forbade him. He said, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. And so tonight, this, this morning, tell somebody, as a church, I recommend, I will preach, I will teach, I will encourage. Tell a young man nearby, are you married? Ask a young man nearby, are you married? Tap a young man, are you married? If he says, no, ask him, what are you waiting for? Ask a young man, what are you waiting for? Because I believe in marriage very, very much. But it must not be by force. Amen. It must be something that you will do it amen and then jesus told him do it he told him do it amen this morning i want to tell every young man here you should marry i didn't hear amen, amen. i didn't hear a good amen. amen i'm speaking to every young man in this room it is commendable recommended is a very good sign of your maturity that you rise up and you marry. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, do it. That is why when God himself saw Adam, Adam was there happy with the chimpanzees, the monkeys, the, the, the lions. He was very happy. Adam, did Adam complain? We never heard Adam complain. It was God himself who looked down on Adam and said, you know, I think it is better. Ah, it's better than this man, Adam. He will have a wife on his hand as he's walking in town. Adam and Eve walking in the garden. God said, ah, it's better. Tell somebody, look at a man here, but say, it's better. Oh, find, listen, find a man. He's the target of today's message. It's better. Some men are under attack. No problem. It's better. It's, it, is, it is something that God himself recommends that a man should take a wife. And build a home and so Jesus told John do it amen my third point John did not understand John did not understand why he was doing this thing and that is my message this morning many people do not understand why they should marry they think that marrying is giving the girl foolish ideas they think that marriage is a waste of money they think that marriage is western culture 
being forced on we Africans in Ghana land. Many people think that marriage will restrict them and not allow him to fool around, which is a very foolish thing, but they are, they are now tied down. And so many men don't see why they should marry. And you see, are, are you here this morning? I'm almost finished. It's a wedding. I'm not preaching for long. Many, I mean, I cannot say especially here, but many men do not see the advantage or the purpose of taking a young lady to the altar to stand there and say that this is my wedded wife from today forever and ever till Jesus come again, we are together. They don't see the purpose. And they say, oh, come to my house, live, I'll pay the rent, I'll pay the bills, I'll pay... It is not about paying. It is not. You see, you don't understand. And some to say that, oh, I don't have money. I don't have money, so I won't marry. Tell somebody, you don't understand. It's not about money. It's not about, I have everything. I have a TV. I have a fridge. I have... No. It is not about those, thi- those things. It is because God himself said that it is good for a man not to be alone but to take a woman and to live with her together forever in a permanent union that God himself has blessed. Amen. Amen. And you see, you don't have to understand because John didn't understand, but Jesus told him that this thing is the right thing to do. Just do it. Just do it. And after you have done it, you will see that it's the, best, it's the better thing. And so this morning, I'm speaking to every young man here. Find a young man, um, find a young man, hold his coat or his shirt and pull it. Tell him, if you are not married, you are wasting time. Push, hold his dress and pull him. If you are not married, you are wasting time. We must fulfill. Listen, marriage is not man's idea. Never think that marriage is our parents, our church, our culture. It is God who instituted marriage. Men were walking happily in the garden. It is God who brought one woman to one man. And Jesus said that when they asked Jesus that, oh, why did Moses allow us to divorce them? Jesus said that from the beginning, it was not so. From the beginning, it was such that God had said that a man will marry a woman forever until death do us part. Amen. amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. And, and, and so sometimes as if the church is saying that you should marry the girl, tell somebody, it's not the church. Not at all. It's not the church at all. It's not, hey, tell somebody, it's not me. Oh, tell somebody, it's not me. I'm not, I'm not the one. It is God himself who has made us, put us in this place and given us the, the guidelines for life. Hallelujah. That is why there is another mysterious scripture. A very mysterious scripture. It says, he that finds a wife, finds a what? A good thing and obtains favor. And obtains favor. It means that there is something that God likes about seeing two children marry. There is something. We all don't know what it is because it's not explained. But there is something in the Bible that says that when a man finds a wife, number one, he has found a 
good thing. Amen. Amen. And many men, they will tell you, they will confess to you, any good man, that's honestly, my wife has been a very great help to me in my life. How many men can say that boldly? That my wife has been a blessing, even though she's expensive and she brings bills. Or they don't bring bills. <laughs> they don't bring bills. My wife brings bills. They bring bills in the night when you are tired, they are talking to you. When I'm in a meeting, they should send me WhatsApp. When I don't reply, she asks me, What is wrong? Nothing, nothing is wrong. I'm in a meeting. Then she will send a WhatsApp. I, you didn't mind me. I say, and Then I will reply, I'm here. <laughs> then she will, I'm in a meeting. And she's sending WhatsApp to me. Hey, if I don't reply and I go home, they will ask me questions. <laughs> it's not easy to have a wife. It's not. <laughs> it's not oh, it's not. They can understand things I haven't understood. But every good man will tell you that, listen, honestly speaking, if I didn't have the wife I have, I wouldn't be here. Any good man that she has been a, a support, a help, sometimes when you are down, she's the only one who will understand. Sometimes you don't know what to do and you are confused and you are feeling like you are a failure. She's the only one who will encourage you either with some few words or some other activities. I don't know. They will encourage you. <laughs> they will encourage you. <laughs> Sometimes, when you have gone into, the, into town and the whole world has seen failure, 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 when you go home, there's one person who will smile at you and say, Charlie, it's not as bad as it looks. There's a tomorrow coming. There is hope. It shall be okay. If you are being sacked from your work, me, your wife, I still believe in you. Any good man will be able to tell you that a good wife has been able to encourage you when you are down. And if you didn't have her, listen, if I didn't have my wife, very likely I would not do some things. I'm a very peaceful, calm man. It's true. And I'm also, you know, the guns, they are very content with kinky and fish and their house we don't want too much we are very content it's very possible that i'd have been very content with a small church and a small car and a small somewhere but having a wife who is very very happy laughing going around it has also inspired me to also have a large crowd and have things you know it has also changed something without she saying it without she saying anything have changed i was very quiet and i am very quiet in my house my wife talks <laughs> my son is here <laughs> if you tell her you see <laughs> she talks she can talk and she, i'm very quiet i have learned how to talk now i can talk pa. i can talk pa. that is why Bible says clearly, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. Kingsley, a good thing. You are better than men who don't have wives. You are better. No apologies. Some men are cowards. They can't propose to a woman. I'll, I'll say it. They are cowards. You have seen a girl you like. You can't propose. You are afraid 
to take a commitment that you see they know they are bad and they can't control themselves so they don't want to take one wife then they have problems if i have no wife every girl is my wife you are a foolish way of thinking because when you bring her to the altar and you wear the ring you are telling the whole world i have one wife you have committed yourself to a certain line of action King, you are a great man i commend you for that yeah I, I, I commend you you have done a good thing amen and then after this blessing god says and he obtains favor favor i don't know what it means but i want god to like me i don't know what the favor will do but you see one of my sons is not here he says that he told his brothers that me i can get what i want from daddy and he told them you are small he's the smallest boy that these guys you, you don't know how to i can get it from daddy and and somehow he has a certain favor in the house being the last born and you know how last borns can be troublesome but loving and they come and they just come and stand by you and do something and then you like them and he and he has favor to maneuver his way into trouble and out again i want god to favor me i want god to like me i want god to be able to deliver me when i'm in trouble to bless me when i need a blessing to protect me from armed robbers accident sickness to extend my days to let my business work to give me peace of mind in my house i want god to make my life nice when i drive a car may no car come and cross me no policeman stop me no timber truck come and follow I, when i'm moving in a trotter may that trotter not crash may another one go and crash i want god to like me i want god to favor me i want to be able to see that god let men see that this man he's blessed what, how i mean this man somehow his things work somehow he passes exams does business well somehow things work how because god has favored us may that favor kingsley and irene fall upon you may god make men like you may you meet open doors when you go to any office may any man of authority see you and favor you may a man look upon you and give you a job give you a contract give you a visa give you a break may things just work to your favor and why because he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord may things just work we may never understand why we are married but it no longer matters thank god that you have found a wife thank god that today we can stand here to fulfill all righteousness before the family traditionally before the state legally as we sign and before the church as we stand here for a blessing may all these three things work together to bless you in jesus name amen put your hands together
the blessing of God for me is the most important thing. The favor of God. That God is on my side. That God will see me through every dark and difficult time. And that God is actually going to help me in my moment of trouble. But not everybody can say this. Some cannot say that God is on my side. Some think that God is on everybody's side. It's not true. It's not true. God says, I'm against you. He told somebody, I'm against you. In the Bible, no, not you. God told somebody, I'm against you. He told the Israelites, kill all of them. And so there are some people whom God is not on their side. And so it is a mistake to assume that God loves everybody. It's not true. God lets the sun shine on the good and the bad. And the rain falls on the evil and on the good. It means there is good and there is bad. But they all have the sunshine. And at the end is where there will be a separation of the sheep from the goats. Tell somebody, don't wait till that end. This morning, you want to bow your heads? You want to close your eyes? There's somebody here this morning. You don't know God as your father. There's somebody here. You are not close to God. There's somebody here this morning. Every head bowed, every eye closed. There's somebody here this morning. You are not sure where you are going if you should die today, tomorrow, or next week. You are not sure. You don't want to think about it because the thought is, um, you don't like it. You're not sure where you are going. There's somebody here this morning and you want to go to heaven, but you don't know how. So you choose to believe all men are going to heaven. It's not true. He that has the Son has life. And he that has not the Son has not life. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in him, Jesus, that person will have everlasting life. For God sent not his son to condemn the world, meaning some will be condemned. This morning, I want to give you a chance. You are here. You are not too sure of your eternal destiny. But you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to go to heaven. I want to give my life to Jesus and be sure that when I die, I will see heaven. You are here. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Don't mind anybody. This is how you feel. Do me a favor and lift your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. Thank you, my sister. I see your hand. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand. God bless you. You are here this morning and you are not sure. You are, it's between you and God. You are not sure where you will go if you die. You want to go to heaven. You want to go to heaven, but you are not sure. And you are thinking that all men will go. Bible says that broad is the way that leads to destruction and many there be on that road. But narrow is the way and straight is the gate that leads to life and few there be that find it. This morning you want to have life, eternal life with Jesus. Do me a favor, just lift your right hand. Say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to go to heaven. I want to know the way to heaven. Just your right hand. Thank you, my sister. Thank you, my brother. I see your hand again. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, do me a favor. Please just come to me with your hand raised. Just come to me as, as I come down. Just come to me, my sister. Just come. Just come to me. Don't, don't be shy at all. Don't be shy at all. Take a 
bless them this morning. Don't be shy at all. Oh, come for them as they come. Put your hands together. Come for them. God bless you. I want us to pray this morning. And the prayer, my sisters, is this. Please pray after me. Okay. Dear Jesus, this morning, I come to you just as I am. I believe you are the Son of God who came to die for me, to shed his blood, to wash away my sins, and to forgive me of all my wrongdoing. Lord Jesus, thank you that my life is changing today. And my heart is changing today. Come into my heart. Come into my life. And take control. Write my name in the book of life. And prepare a place for me. In your father's mansion. In heaven. Today, I give my life to you. Today, I declare you are my Lord, my master, my savior, and my friend. Today, I am born again. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for my sisters as they stand here this morning to confess you before this house and before these people. Thank you, the Lord, you have touched their hearts to hear you and your compassion for them. Let today mark the beginning of a new life. Let today be the beginning of the rest of their days spent in serving you. Mark them, O oh God, with a sign. Let your name be written on their hearts and keep them forever unto yourself. Let angels stand around them let the Holy Spirit be their companion and let great blessings follow them because today they chose Christ over this world. Bless my sisters and keep them in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral located at Bamtama behind the Confident Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.